Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. All right, Brandon, the moment we've all been waiting for. Ooh, Mustache is coming back. Yes, thank you. You've seen him all over your favorite dude. Movember is the leading global men's charity kicking off their annual campaign to raise awareness for men's mental health, suicide prevention, prostate cancer, and testicular cancer. Mm. Organization welcomes its celebrated symbol, the mustache, to men's faces everywhere to bring awareness to the global men's health crisis. There is no necessary article that we've read for this. We got a press release. I thought it would be fun to talk about because me and you are into the men's issues. First and foremost, you're very proud of your Movember mustache. Oh, yeah. It's by the end of this month, I'm going to look like that dude uh, from uh, the Big Lebowski, the, the wandering <laughs> cowboy. Sam, what's his name? I'm going to have a giant caterpillar. Ah. Cor- Corby's like, What are you? Are you growing a mustache? That's disgusting. She literally told me I look disgusting. And I'm like, I look very, very handsome. I wish that our listening audience could see how handsome I look with this mustache. Maybe I'll throw this up on the YouTubes and oh. they can look. Sure. You know, I was thinking back. We've known each other for 20-plus years. I've never known you with a mustache. Oh, I've had mustaches and beards over the years. but Not I'm, over 20. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I had a full uh, Fu Manchu. I've had a, I've had a Van Dyke. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you just don't You've pay had a attention. Van Dyke? Yeah, you just don't pay attention. I had oh, a full sorry. Mountain Man beard at one point. I just really? I don't like them. I find them bothersome. My dad always had a beard, so I was just sort of like, eh, I don't want one. So I, I basically will have them for like a month and a half. The truth is, I'm very virile, and I grow a Ew. massive beard. And some people, I always see these guys with these little patchy beards. I'm like, ooh, that's embarrassing. My beard would like cover my whole face, my head, if I allowed it to grow unkempt. So I'm not quite those dudes, those those Arab dudes that get like the the beard into their eyeballs. But I, you know, it's close. It's a fast growing. It's a fast growing fire. That's for sure. Breaking news: Brandon's very virile. Very virile. I. Really don't like the idea of having um, facial hair. It kind of grows uneven, blah, blah, blah. But I typically, as you know, grow a mustache in December so that when my mother-in-law decides to take the family card with all of her chickens, <laughs> I am sitting there with a the fat, disgusting mustache. Nice. Have it you never so... done a, You've never done a Movember before? No, I've never done it in Movember. People oh, are I've always saying in, in December, December yeah. it's, it's called the giant middle finger to my mother-in-law. That's what I call it. <laughs> Well, why it's you, ridiculous. Why don't you it, go deep? Go November is, and December this year. Because you know why? I hate shaving to the stash. I don't shave every day. I work in radio. I shave maybe once, twice a week, maybe. Mm. And when you to have a really good stash or beard, you got to trim that every day. It takes time. Like November, as we're going to get to, is kind of a serious deal if you really want a good look at stash. Absolutely. And you got to get like the grooming oils and all that stuff. I mean, to keep your stash quite handsome and dapper for sure. You know, listen, this is my favorite stash story of the last year. The Giants, your your beloved team, not mine. I hate them. Oh, the best team. They were in a hitting slump and the outfielders decided they would all grow stashes and they all looked like they were at the California Highway Patrol. Like the two, (laughs) three, four hitters had the crazy cop stashes. And I was like, this is outstanding. That's so good. And by the way, I mean, it is outstanding that the Giants did that because it says their awareness of men's issues. They're a, a legitimate no, team. They don't buy November, championships. Turd. I know, but it's just it's it's a shout out to men's issues for sure because it is the Giants, the most feeling and wonderful team in the history of all sport. But I you know that's another show and another topic as opposed to their evil arch enemy the Dodgers. But 
who's talking, who's counting. So here's the point. I, you know, I could care less about a mustache. I could care less if people have guys. Could not one care less. You could not care less. You could care less. You could not care less. But anyway, okay. I'm, I'm going. The resident grammatizarian on the article <laughs> podcast. <laughs> grammatizarian. I love that word. Anyway. Um. So here's the deal, though. I really believe any chance for guys to talk about serious issues is a big deal. Yes. Who, why, why is that? Why do you say that? Because. We typically don't share. Me and you are the outliers. We've been in some sort of community guys thing for over 20 years. But the typical guy retreats to his closet and never talks about his mental health, never admits that he's contemplated suicide, does not go get his prostate checked, does not care about testicular cancer. So the fact that some guy says, hey, we're going to wear mustaches and that's a sign to ask a guy about how he's doing. I just believe this is really cool. Yeah, I don't know who started this. I should have done some research because yeah. I, uh, I did. You do any research on who started the horse? Oh, okay, yes. well, good. I'll leave that up to you. But one thing that I do find it really interesting when I was thinking about this, and I've heard about Movember, a good buddy of mine up in Portland, does it every year. And in fact, he raises money from a stash. So he does a stashathon, and he raises oh. money each year and sends it into this thing. I'm like, oh, next year I'm gonna do a stashathon. Let's do. But, hey. If you don't fire me before the end of next year, let's do a stashathon. Yeah, in I think that's a great idea. We'll do a stashathon. I think that there's another issue here. Obviously, men don't talk about things as much generally as a rule, especially in American society. I don't know if that's worldwide, but it's certainly in the U.S. But there were some really crazy statistics in here, and it's yeah, it is an epidemic, and people don't want. They're like white privilege men, evil. You know, I, I just I read this book and it was it, a friend recommended it. And by the end of it, it was just I hated myself and all men because it was a, a man hater <laughs> that wrote it. And I was like, you know, not every dude is bad. Right. This this whole thing says a boy born in the USA in 2021 will live five point nine, six years less than a girl. Right. The school by by in the next 25 years, the graduate college rate graduation rates will be 70, 30 women to men. That is an epidemic. That's not good for us as a country. People like to kick men in the balls, ah, like that. They like to kick us when we're down and say, "Oh, men are evil and bad." And yeah, I know men have been evil and bad over the years, and patri- you know, it's been a patriarchy, and there's been all sorts of bad things and w- beating women, all sorts of terrible things. But the truth is, most men are not like that, and we have a real epidemic in this country where men silently suffer and no one wants to hear it. They're like, Oh, whatever. Woe is you. I'm like, okay. If one in four dudes between what is it? 30, uh, 21 and 35, that's testicular cancer. That's a serious issue, right? If three out of four suicides in the United States are men, that's a serious issue. We lose 100 men a day to suicide. I mean, no one ever talks about that. So yeah. that's, I think that's a, I think there's a really, really good thing to bring issue. Just like I, I wear the pink ribbon. For breast cancer awareness, I think you do? Sta- where do you wear that? Because I wear it in Breast Cancer Awareness Month. My like, but where do you like? You're going to a party. I got wear- a little. I got a little flag yeah, that I pin on. My mother-in-law died of breast cancer. It's a big deal. My mom had breast cancer. Get off me! I've never worn a pink. Well, maybe you should. Maybe you should bring some awareness yeah. to it. You're, maybe yeah. that's why women don't like Movember because of guys like you. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just want to push back. A little bit in that I think it's actually a really great thing that women go to college way more than men, 70, 30. I do feel like there, I I am super proud that uh, women are far outreaching men in lots of these statistics. Everywhere. There's been a total financial shift. Women are now uh, holding the majority of wealth in this country. I mean, 
look, I'm not against women holding wealth or women living longer, any of that, but I'm saying it's not good for the society when you have this huge disparity. It wasn't good when women were on the other side of that, obviously. Well, that's my point is it doesn't have to be thermonuclear war. We can have women rising while men could also rise. Like, yes, I, it can be a nice, even balance of just everybody, you know, what is it? Uh, all boats rise or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. There's a saying about that rising boats or whatever, but go rising ahead. tides, yeah. rising tides, rides Lift all, boats. all boats. That's right. Yeah. That one. So this idea though, that um, men are quietly struggling. I do believe it's the changing landscape of community society and the world. Right. And men just get like, you think of a guy, you think about what it used to be 50 years ago. They worked at the plant. They had their plumbing job. They went home, wife cooked him dinner. That's changing. And what these numbers say to me is that men aren't adapting with the changing world. Right. And I think that that's probably that suicide thing. I was talking to a buddy, went, uh, as you know, I mean, the, the men's issues are a big deal to me. And I try to get to, to together with different guys over the course of a month for breakfast or lunch just to catch up, see what they're doing. I find most guys, as you know, statistics say most guys don't have any friends. Most guys don't ever take time to go out True. and just hang out with other dudes. Yep. Not, not in you know, like, oh, yeah, they do they go to strip clubs. No, I'm talking about actually hey, having oh. healthy conversations. And I was talking to him today and, you know, his wife is a quote unquote stay at home mom and she's great. And she's talking about going to nursing school and doing this. And she had four kids. So there's a lot going hey, on yo. in their family. Yep. But we were talking about the fact that for men, at least in my experience, and, and there's maybe somebody, can we get a caller in on this? Uh, <laughs> that men, that men don't feel the same. I think women being a stay at home mom, it's like, oh, that's great. You're, there's not as much pressure. Whereas for a guy. If you say, hey, I'm just going to quit my job and stay at home with the kids, I think there is this undercurrent. Yeah. I think guys feel that pressure to be providers and to you know, make uh, good money. I mean, my wife makes more money than me right now. I mean, it's not always been that way in our marriage, but she has a great job, works for a great company. And, you know, it's just, and I'm not bummed about it. I'm confident in who I am, but I'm just saying is that a lot of people sit there and now when my podcasting career blows up, I'm going to drape myself in like gold threaded velvet fabric and I'll just be a complete pimp. You know, it's going to be the best about that. The best about that is yes, I will confess as you just did. My wife makes more money than me. What? And when our podcasting Loser. career takes off, there's going to be this giant flip. We're going to like have a flip-off party of the wives. They're going to be like, yeah, we make more money, ladies. Yeah, we're going to – I'm literally just going to start burning $100 bills. What is that? $100 <laughs> bills? Y'all play like – The Queen best part Latifa. is where this giant flip is going to come, and they still won't have listened to one episode, no. and it's just going to be no, this no, so no, a mystery to them how it happened. It would be great. Exactly. How did they do it? Anyway, so you want to say anything? You did say you were going to tell us, and we're running short on time in this episode, but what was the what was the derivation of this uh, uh, event, this this charity, and sort of how could people support it and, spo- and, and sponsor Two mates, Travis Garone and Luke Slattery, met up for a quiet beer in Melbourne, and oh, the idea Melbourne. was sparked – Movember is born. The mustache had all but disappeared from trashions, fashion trends, but they could they bring it back and at the same time raise money? So it was a couple of Australian guys. Ah, nice. Look, I love the Aussie. So that I was mean, a, you know what that was right there? That was a hairy tale of how Movember. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that was so bad. 
Uh, there are lots of companies that are sponsoring Movember, uh, you know, typically uh, Norelco, but Pringles, fake potato chips, Pringles is sponsoring, Duluth Training Company sponsoring, Lamborghini sponsoring. You can get involved by basically going to us.movember.com to learn how if you want to get involved in sponsoring and giving money or whatever. But I do think this is a very, in all, in all seriousness, as we close out, I do think this is really a, a really important topic that has been unaddressed and you know, it's so it's such a low hanging fruit. It's like people are like, oh, whatever, dudes. It's it's important. You have sons and 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 husbands and fathers, and we struggle through this. So it's like it's important that we bring this to light. If there was a woman listening to the show, which I'm not sure there are, I'm not actually oh, sure mom. anybody listens. Your mom. You know what? By the way, she thinks you're the nicest guy in the Hawaii. She literally just started listening. She's like, oh, yeah. that Brandon is so yeah. nice because you're. She's mean like, to why me. am I never met him? I was like, oh my God. It was honestly, I was just talking about this last night. Here, here, here's what I would say. If there were a woman listening to this, your marriage would be a billion times better if your husband had true male relationships in his life. Your life would be better if he left the house and hung out with other guys. Absolutely. And I think that for confident women, uh, such as your wife and my wife, who are both confident in their marriage and in, in a relationship. They're not going like, yeah, to go out. Yeah. But my wife's always cool about it. She's like, yeah, no go. And, and I really appreciate that. I appreciate that. She does that. She gives me that latitude. So yes, go out, do good things. Uh, meet other dudes. Last one. Have you yeah. ever had the, uh, prostate cancer check? Of course. Have you had your prostate? Yeah, you have? Of course. Yeah. You did. You drank the milk fluid, pooped it all oh, out. Uh, no, I've never done that one. I've had a colonoscopy though. Oh, you have. I didn't know there's like the a, colon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awful. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that's all. The off prostate topic, one but... is the one is the uh, is the Fletch, right? Moon. Yeah, <laughs> Moon River. Got your whole hand up there, Doc. Anyway, <laughs> we've gone way over time, Larry. I'd love to thank you once again for teaching me all about men's issues and how to grow a mustache. 